Sopranos movie's coming out on. Uh, you know what? You know when it opens in Minnesota on streaming. What? Two o'clock in the morning on Friday. Oh, so I have to wait till Saturday. Oh, it's because it's a midnight release no, on the West Coast. It's Friday morning at oh, two two oh okay. two o one a.m. Oh. So you can stay up late Friday to Thursday night and watch the movie. God, really? Is it that big of a deal to watch a bunch yeah, of really? unlikable people swear? What do you mean you don't like them? <laughs> They're all these such are, jerks. These are the people I grew up with, honey. What are you, what are you trying <laughs> to say? I like them. In any case, in any case, welcome to the family with our special guest in studio. Cassie Schrader. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt-Bernard. And Melissa Bernard. We'll be right back, kick things off. Got some people coming on, but... Uh, I saw it this morning on the show. We talked about it on the show a little bit this morning. But the uh, the dumbest question ever asked at a restaurant. When we come back, I'll tell you the dumbest question ever asked at a restaurant okay. right after this. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, how long have you been at KQ? 36 years now. Wow, that's loyalty. Well, if I'm completely honest, it isn't the company that I'm loyal to. It's the listeners. I figured out a long time ago they're the only reason I have a job. Why are you asking? Well, we had another great month at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan. In fact, Burnsville continues to be the number one Nissan store in Minnesota. The loyalty part. Get to the loyalty part. Oh, yeah. This month, if you buy or lease a new Rogue or a Pathfinder from us, we'll give you an extra 500 off as long as you own or are leasing a Nissan. That is cool. Do they have to trade it? Nope. It's just a reward for being loyal. By the way, the new Pathfinder is fantastic. It's got a nine-speed transmission, and JLo says it'll practically pull the building. We also cut a deal with our good buddy Charlie Swenson, who's running a Nissan store in Chicago. He gave us some extra rogues. Because Charlie's such a nice guy. Well, Paul might have threatened him. Sounds like Paul. For details, go to Walzer Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan and claim your loyalty gift. Tommy, give him some Elvis loyalty. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom? What's that? 
Visit SaberHeating.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We got a couple of guests coming up, but I got to tell you first, Alex just got here. I'm here. I got to tell you first, the dumbest question ever asked at a restaurant. We talked about it briefly on the KQ Morning Show this morning. Uh, it's a true story. I don't have it in front of me, but a woman went into a restaurant. <clears throat> Might have been in the South. I'm not sure. Like she went into a restaurant and sat down. She was given a menu. She called her server over and said, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. This is a true story. This is not made up. She actually did this, and she was serious. She wanted to order uh, a, a, a dish that was fat-free. Okay? So she said, now, I'm trying to figure this out. So if I order this, does that mean there's no fat in it, or does it mean that I get it for free if I'm fat? Oh, mm. she was trying to be. I have a feeling she was trying to be funny. I don't think so. That's <laughs> not think what the story said. Wow. No. That's not story what the story said. Oh. Do I get it for free if I'm fat? Yes, let's put that right on the menu. Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder if that's the same chick that uh, called in about the deer crossing signs and not put them into uh, mm-hmm. busy intersections so the deers don't go. <laughs> so the deer don't cross at intersections. Okay. Okay. Oh, they, that, that, yeah. that was actually true, too. How did a deer know how to cross at deer crossings? <laughs> what, hey, listen, call the deer over. Should we put it here? Is this where you want it? I mean, honestly, God, I almost ran into a deer on my run this morning. Oh, did you really? Literally, like, I turned a corner, and it was, like, three feet from us, and the dogs were like, oh, my God! And it ran off, and we were all kind of just like, what? Wow. That was really weird. I understand. We saw more deer in Crystal than we do out in... Anywhere out west. Oh, really? I've seen a single deer. It's because there's more space for them to go. I suppose. They more don't need... Oh, that's true. They don't they need to be come. in lawns yep. to that's eat. True. And that's it's true. It is absolutely true, ladies and gentlemen. So. I guess they haven't called in yet. Well, that's not, that's think, not a problem. Oh, they have. Oh, that's right. They're calling the Skype I'm calling line. Skype line, it says. Yeah. Skype um, line. I could look up more things like... I'm wondering... Do I get it for free? If I'm <laughs> I'm wondering if they thought we meant 651, not 561. That uh, happens quite a bit. Oh, does it really? Uh, well, because 651 is a Minnesota, a Minnesota number. number. What are you doing? I don't know. I think it's smelly. I think it's one of our dogs. It's not me. I just showered. <laughs> it's not me. I'm not the funky one. If I had been on time, I have a new jacket. Was, jacket. Is, is it this? If it was Daisy, I'd have known because... I'm yeah, very intolerant. My jacket smells. Yeah. I've had jeans that have smelled before. Yeah. Like what? I, just like smelling. It's, it's just like a weird. No. <laughs> Smell it. Smell wanna. my armpit, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I've had jeans like that that I'm like I've had to wash like five times you? and then they get. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why. Yeah. I've worn it though and I haven't noticed a stink. They actually. Yeah. It's like sometimes a silk shirt. Oh my god. Oh, they can yeah. sm- I haven't bought one in a million years because yeah. I don't even know if they're a thing Tanning anymore. Tanning fluid or whatever the hell oh, they use. Oh god, it just smells. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. what you're supposed to do with denim to clean it instead of washing it and to make it last longer, you're supposed to put it in the freezer. I'm not doing that. Don't ask me how it works. Freezer. Yeah, it sounds like something my mother would have said. (laughs) (laughs) Take your hosiery, wet it, twist (laughs) it around like this, put it in the freezer for a month, and then it will last forever. (laughs) Yeah, you're supposed to. A friend of mine did it. All your denim in the freezer. Which I would. A waxing gibbous moon. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I would understand doing that if you around. had like expensive jeans. 
that you were like, oh, this I want these This was $24.99 at TJ Maxx. So yes. I'm not going to put it in the freezer. I'm just going to wash <laughs> the damn thing. <laughs> what did we figure out? 35 years? What? what? I think we figured out 35 years. I bought a couple pairs of jeans two days uh-huh. ago. Oh, yes. First jeans I've purchased in 35 Costco years. jeans, baby. Costco <laughs> jeans, baby. They were really spendy. You gotta love oh, I know, it's so funny when we were talking to those guys from uh, L.A., with their new their new oh with diamonds shows. Oh, yeah. I love Paul, language Paul and, and yeah. yeah and they're talking Patrice, about their yeah. least expensive thing is thirty five hundred I'm like I guess I'm mm-hmm. not gonna tell them that most of my clothes come from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> the most expensive piece of clothing I've ever bought was probably like forty bucks. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, you don't spend a lot of money on clothes. I don't understand that well, spending tons on well, clothes. Well, I mean, it's not like you're buying suits to go to work. No. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah, but even if I did, I'd buy a cheap suit. No, <laughs> never buy a cheap suit. They would just cheap. fall apart. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you have a couple nice But I didn't buy them. Jack. Yeah. Pro- I yeah. bought them. It was probably your yeah. mom. So, <laughs> mom bought them. It doesn't count. I'm sure they so, were <laughs> over $40. To be afraid, to, to be, you know, mm-hmm. quite frank, he has them. He, he just them. didn't purchase them. Right. Well, you bought them for me 20 years ago. And <laughs> See, you buy classic. You can wear it forever. So. Well, well, shoes have <laughs> probably worn shoes them are, like once. Oh, yeah, shoes. Shoes are expensive. My mm-hmm. keens were like 80 bucks or something. Yeah. Shoes are usually around Your keens were like $120. Oh, well, and they there you suck. Go. They do. <laughs> really? I, they smelled. What are they? Every time the I wore them, they smell horrible. Yeah, this is a thing. You that gotta apparently, wash them. It's apparently a thing that I wasn't aware of. But now I'm wearing <laughs> Echoes, and they don't have that problem, so screw Keens. Do you want to know the gross reason why Keens smell? I heard it's because they have like this antibacterial film on them that reacts poorly. It's because you're wearing with no socks, and you get like all your. I wear echoes with Again, no socks, and the, they don't do the that. Funk. Like, they don't have the tread. That, that's that weird tread it's, inside. Yeah, they're made of, it. of like weird rubbery stuff. It gets filled stuff. with your skin cells, and oh. it stinks. Oh. Yeah, that's why you should wash them. I do. I, I used to put them in the washing machine. Well, yeah. did they not stink after that? For like it a day. lasted like a day. Oh. Yeah. Time yeah. to just just toss those yeah, in the bin. Awesome. Just put them in the bin. But these See, ones, these ones haven't done it. No, and they're good. And by this time, he's had these for two weeks now. Yeah. And he's been he wears them two every weeks day. old. They don't stink yet. Good for you. Well, the yeah, keens, his the keens, keens were like would smell right away, like oh. within like brand new keens within a few days. Yep. Weird. Yes, I better cancel that keen footwear business. <laughs> I'll just get rid of that. Send a message now. No, thank you. Just swipe. No, thank you. I don't know if they really are our, our demo anyway. Keens? Uh, Keens. What is it? What, if I had what, a podcast, they'd be. Yeah, exactly. It's for yeah. like... Keens are like Young, outdoorsy. active, youth. outdoorsy yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Fawn had a pair of hiking boots that were given to her from a friend. I never would purchase expensive shoes for my children. No. I buy the well, cheapest no, shoes for my not. kids ever. Like, literally the cheapest shoes I can find. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is well, they're going to last them like six go. months. Yeah. And so. they right. grow out of them so quick. And yeah. I'm just like, you don't... And they trash them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> yeah. she gave me these Keens that her kid grew out of because I have a friend that buys her kid very expensive shoes. Mm. And although her kid is younger than Fawn, her foot size is three sizes bigger because she has giant feet, and Fawn has small feet. Helps you out. And so she gave me Keens, and Fawn thought she was like the most mm. mountain climbing <laughs> outdoor girl of yeah. the world with her Keens hiking. She's sure, the Keens explorer. She was now. like, Where can I find some rocks to climb? <laughs> yes. I How need did a tree. She know? 
Well, because I said, because she, she was like, why are they so bumpy on the bottom? Because all oh. her shoes are very, like, flat. Because yeah. I tried to buy her minimalist shoes, because that's supposed to be best for little feet oh. that have don't have, like, a positive heel and a lot of cushion. And she was like, why are these so huge and bumpy on the bottom? I'm like, oh, it's for gripping for when you go on hikes and, like, if you, you can climb rocks better with them. And so she then was like, uh. show me a boulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> show me a boulder. <laughs> I will summit every mountain you put in front of me. Summiting. Oh, I was going to say our guests will be on at 1225. 12, I, I was unaware that the time changed. Time uh, changed. Apparently that mm-hmm. happened. What are you well, so do? wait, are they in mountain time then? I think they're east coast. Um, no. Because that would be an hour ahead. Yeah, uh, because mm. we're, I don't know. There's so many emails I try to decipher when it comes to yeah. art. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we should just do what China does, one time zone. Yeah, I know, Boom. right? There you oh. go. Oh, it's true. From one end of China to the other, yeah. it's the they same do? time zone. <laughs> same time zone. I didn't know. Hey, it's Why dark. And it spans like probably what we would consider six or seven time yeah. zones. Yeah. China's oh, yeah. China's huge. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it's like... It's, it's like China time. Some people go to bed at 5 Deal p.m. Deal with it. Yep. Oh. And some people go to bed at 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. And it's the suck, same. It got dark at you noon. Get used to it. Get so if you work on one side of China in finance and the well, other side. Yeah. You're That's a lot to, of travel. You're going to, well, no, I mean, just doing phone work and computer work. You'd have to either be up all night long or. That is know, true. That sucks. Yeah, right. everything is going to be based on Hong Kong, Beijing, uh, you know, yeah. Shenzhen. Etc. Yeah. I suppose. I suppose. In the news, there's a Turkish man who met up with some friends and had a few drinks with them. Okay? Yeah. Well, the Turkish man ended up uh, intoxicated and wandered off into the forest. Oh, he just kind of just wandered off. Probably to pee or whatever. As one does. But the nice thing about it is, as after he did that, he ended up joining a search and rescue effort. They looked around. The man had been reported missing by family early Tuesday. Oh, I know how this ends. Do you? Why did you bring it up then? No, it does not. Okay. Uh, Basically, what uh, turned out to be is the Turkish man went into uh, the forest, joined a search party for himself. Yeah. That's like the third time I've heard about something something like like that happen multiple times. (laughs) They're looking for you and you don't know. They're not talking about me. I'm not missing. Yeah, Here I am. You just told a story in KQ about a woman that joined a search and rescue team for herself like a week ago. For herself. How would you For not like a know that? Day though? and a half. Maybe they like the fact that they're getting attention. Yeah, it could be. Maybe oh. it's like so a psychological weird thing. How could nobody thing? else in the search and rescue team be like, "She's right here"? Yeah, and, they don't even yeah. know who they're looking for. Yeah, what are like, they even looking for? Because they're looking for a missing person, not someone in the group. You know, just not in <laughs> their Yeah. Well, I found you in the forest, but that means you're not missing, so you yeah. must not be who we're looking for. All right. I wonder if that's intentional. It's like a catch-22 of search and rescue. It's like if I find you, then you're not missing, so you can't be the one I'm looking for. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. People do all sorts of weird things. Yes, people do all sorts of weird things. Okay, I'm going to run more of these down for you because they're they're too... What? Dan has a friend that every single time he gets drunk, he goes and finds firewood. Hmm. Why? Every time. He's on a mission. That's his go-to sober thing, or I can do this while I'm drunk. I don't know. (laughs) He, like, goes, he'll, like, walk around, he'll go for a walk to find firewood to, like, have a bonfire. I'm guessing it, like, uh, (laughs) it disinhibits, like, an ancestral, you know, like, my ancestors were firewood gatherers. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Like, I had, on Dan's surprise birthday party, he went, he was missing for, like, an hour. 
And everybody's like, what? And he came back with particle board. And I'm like, you can't burn particle board, guy. <laughs> well, you and can. And he was like, but... you could, yeah. And he's like, I found wood to make a fire. And well, then he just did found it again. particle board, though? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he's on the side of the street in St. Oh. Paul. He was, yeah, he was walking around <laughs> the streets of St. Paul oh. to find something to burn well, for a bonfire. And yeah. he did the same thing at Dan's bachelor party. He's like, he left for like 45 minutes and came back with a golf cart full of wood. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely like an instinct yeah. kicking in. Like, why does he do that? And Dan's like, yep, it's just what he does. Well, it'd be good if you're lost in the forest. Yeah, you like, that I guy. will find wood. <laughs> Give me Can he make a fire, though? Yeah. As yeah. Can he build a fire? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah a, I was about to say. Well, say yeah, give what him, if, what give if him he doesn't do it? There's no booze. Well, well, yeah, you need too. beers, and he'll survive. Then he would not survive in the, in the <laughs> All forest. If he had to go to a desert island, you know that question, if you... We're stranded on a desert island. What three things would you bring? Mm. One of his would be beer. Yeah. Because then he could, like, make it through. Okay, you ready for another uh, question asked at a, at a restaurant? Yes. Yep. Overheard at a Mexican restaurant, are the steak fajitas vegetarian? Okay. No. <laughs> steak. Okay. That's steak. the primary word. <laughs> I had a customer ask, can I get water, but with no ice, but, like, cold, like if it did have ice? What? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, is that really that weird of a question? Yes, it is. Some people hate ice in their water. Why? I don't like ice in my water. It's annoying. Just, just ask for another cup and face or whatever. It gets in the way. Oh, for heaven's just sake. Just send Sage over to their table. He'll dig it out with his dirty hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In your glass of water. <laughs> we lost power on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. This Charlie in Albuquerque. Just said that in case you've ever noticed any electronic or power glitches in the past couple of days, Mercury went into retrograde on Monday. See? There were three of them mm. last That's night. Why I woke up with such a bad Yeah, our migraine. entire town lost power on Sunday. Mercury. For like four or five hours. Uh, yeah, I saw in, in annoying. Near, near where we live there was a power outage. Well. Tony Lee's restaurant. A restaurant. T- Tony Lee's house. I was like, Tony, Lee, say, has Tony Lee has a restaurant? They, they Uncle a, Tony's Pizzeria. They <laughs> had a pop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, you tough to get a word uh, in today. Well, you made you. a funny misspeak yes. situation. Yes, you did. What? We have to point it out. <laughs> over and over and over again. Yes, That's absolutely. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's a question from James Brandt. Oh. Do you have any relatives named James? I did. I think he did. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pete. James We're Brandt. Scrying. James Brandt walked into Wendy's and said, "Do your milkshakes have dairy in them?" Oh, oh. Honestly, your cousin. These days, that's not that weird of a question. Say yeah. what? Well, because sure there's they're... almond milk. There's all kinds of milks. Or everything is fake. They'll use non-dairy, you know, like substitutes yeah. Yeah. or whatever. Sure, there are plenty of places you can get oh, a yeah. dairy-free milkshake. Me. Actually, most ice cream is only like. Barely milk. Yeah, it's all like yeah. vegetable oil. They put so much vegetable fat. oil and Sugar. crap in it. Yeah, yep. Dairy Queen. Not there's like real. hardly any dairy. Yeah, in it's dairy almost queen. no dairy. Yeah. yeah, it's potato, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, potato, starch, vegetable oil, sugar, delicious milk fat, I think. But it's not the same thing as milk. Mm -hmm. The last time I ate Dairy Queen, I threw up in my car. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) Good to know. I hadn't had it for years, and I ate it, and I was like, oh, delicious. What did you have? I had a blizzard. And it made you throw up? They make me feel really gross. Violently vomit in a car. (laughs) I have the large chocolate cone. I love it. I know, it's bad. You love those. Those are great. I can't do it. I've never had their food. Is their food any good? No. 
it's like they bottom have, of the barrel. They have good fast French food. fries. Typical fast French food. fries are good. Yeah. Like yeah. Any other food. It's like McDonald's, Burger King, yeah. same thing. Same, you know. same. Yeah. It'll do, but mm. you shouldn't. <clears throat> we have Joe on the phone. Hello. Hello. Speaking What's of up? Hello. Hello. How you doing? Who is it? <laughs> I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Good. I was listening to KQ this morning about um, the governor, um, the Kentucky, having to swear he never had a duel. Yes, that's correct. Had a duel? Yeah. yeah, he had to swear he never had a duel. That's interesting. Why? Who cares if he had a duel? Yeah, really. They ask every every new governor, have you ever been involved in a duel? Oh, who gives a shit? I don't know, but they, they, Joe, am I right? They ask every governor that. Yeah, I tried looking it up why, and I can't find anything. I got a couple of guys that I've asked that are old-timers down here and haven't heard back from them, but I'd have called you on KQ, but I was laughing too hard. At the thought of that wanker trying to have a duel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I, I didn't think of it that way, Joe. Yeah, they. Uh... I mean, this guy, when he's talking to us about COVID, he's talking to us like we're kids. Oh, no doubt about it. You're right. You're absolutely well. That's what all, most all of them. Now, I have a question for you. What? Why was the? Was that just an election, or was it a pre-election? I don't know. He just became our mayor a couple of years ago, and I thought they, uh, or our governor, and I thought, oh, uh, they do every three years, don't they? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but I don't get it because most elections are not until November. Why would they have the governor's election in September? Oh, they didn't. Oh, they didn't. I mean, this is the first time here. Uh, this is the first time hearing of it. I've been here for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? Why, why is there a new governor? Well, there's not. It's the same idiot that we've had for the past couple of years. He's just saying that he found out about on. the question. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought they just asked him that question. No idea. Man, I've been, I watched the news down here to find out what the hell's going on. And not once did they say, like I said, hearing it from you this morning is the first I've heard of it. I've been here for 10 years. No, this was a 2019 it happened, apparently. But why did they bring it up in the news this yeah. morning, then? I don't know. Probably because somebody found out about well, that weird question and said, what's this yeah, weird news, question? Probably, yes. <laughs> you got to dig up stuff from three years ago. Yeah. That's a possibility. Sounds about well, right. Mm-hmm. I guess. I guess that's uh, that's the situation. But, uh, yeah, I. so he's not a very good governor, I'm taking. Oh, he's kind of a dick. Like all governors, you mean? Say, sounds about right. <laughs> sounds like a governor to me. Sounds like he's right on point. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, honest to God, Tim Walz's uh, approval rating just plummeted. People are sick to death. I of him. would hope. Well, he's so ineffective. He really is. Well, he's a hillbilly for Christ's sake. What? We need to stop electing these hillbillies and nut jobs. Like that's who runs name? for office. His name Bill Dayton. What the hell's his name? Mark Dayton. Mark Dayton. There you go. Yeah, a couple months ago we had a uh, he was going coming on TV saying we've got an excess of like three billion dollars or three million something, no three hundred million dollars. Three hundred million. And they were going to have ideas of what to do with the money. I'm sitting there thinking, well, you guys clean out homeless camps. How about you start with them? Yeah, there you go. Start with the fucking veterans that are homeless. Mm. Yeah, well, no, that's Instead a good point. Of having a contest, 
you know, instead of having a contest to see what you should do with the money, take care of your fucking veterans, you dork. Exactly. You're absolutely right. I could not agree. They put their life on the line, and they're the last ones to get paid back for it. I never have understood that. How's that sandwich? <laughs> a bottle of water. No, oh, it's a bottle of water. I thought you were chewing. I Is there ice in it? <laughs> Is there ice in your water? That'd be a good trick. I suppose that's probably true. All right, Joe, we'll take care of things down there. Will you keep an eye on your governor? All right? Yeah. I'd rather not. Right. Wow. Yeah, we better. He might turn corrupt like the rest of them. Yeah, probably Turn. true. Probably is. That's Turn. one thing we can say about this, that he's not corrupt. No, that's oh. the best thing you can say. We need to take a break. Joe, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. We'll be right back with the family. Tom here, and I'm talking with Brad Huckle and Mike Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked before about how working with a community bank like North American Banking Company can benefit business owners. Do you have an example you could share with our listener? Our customers at Homeco Insulation and Blaine have been banking with a big bank for many years, but suddenly their calls weren't getting returned and their banker was unresponsive to their business needs. You can imagine their frustration. They had a successful business, wanted to expand, and their bank cut them off. They were ready to move on from their big bank. When they were referred to us, we knew they wanted to work with a community bank that would be responsive and would take the time to understand their business and its needs. That sounds like a perfect fit. I know it can always reach out and not only talk to an actual person, but I'm talking to an experienced lender. They've told us the same thing, Tommy. Look, I know Brad and Mike and I trust them with my banking. My whole family does. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member fdic and equal housing lender listen up drivers are you doing the same thing every day driving the same hours making the same money well stop and listen priority courier experts has a wide range of driving opportunities available right now so if you're a professional driver or determined to become one we can show you the benefits of partnering with priority Hey, Forrest, can you tell the good drivers of the Twin Cities which vehicles Priority has available in their lease-to-own program? Well, I'd really like my friend Bubba to help me with this. Forrest, we have dock trucks, tractor-trailer trucks, flatbed trucks, curtain-side dock trucks, flatbed Moffat trucks, Ford Transit and Transit Connect Vans trucks. Hey, Forrest, shouldn't we have a shrimp truck, Bubba? I think you're on to something there. There you have it. Every kind of vehicle you could imagine, all doing same-day deliveries in town. Call Priority right now, and we'll get you on the road. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Oh, you're going to be? Yes. Oh, there you go. Thank you. All right. Say hello to him. He's a great guy. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I was talking about... Uh, couple of days ago, probably Monday, I was talking about the fact that you were going to come on the show today, Cassie. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty brave move, don't you think? Yeah. Well, you know, just seeing what was in the news with Gabby uh, Petito, I... I just, <clears throat> excuse me, my allergies are so bad today. His tissue's yeah. right over there. Oh, my gosh. It, I thought I had a cold yesterday, but I didn't. I have lozenges. We have with <laughs> lozenges. This whole dry summer, it's mm-hmm. just been awful. Yeah. I'm, like, on yes. four different allergy meds. But, no, I was watching the news, and I just felt very compelled to tell my story, not because I'm trying to, like, you know, have the attention on me but nobody talks about domestic violence right. and domestic abuse right. and just the last two two or three days 
There was a woman's body found in a dumpster in Bloomington. Yeah. Her boyfriend or whatever put her in there, killed yep. her. Yep. <clears throat> uh, I think it was in St. Paul. Some husband called 911 said he just shot it, killed his wife and shot her. Right. Yep. You know, and it's just like nobody's talking about it, but um, it started becoming a forefront with the Gabby Petito case, and now people are talking about it. Granted, it's sad that she had to die in order for people to notice yeah, it. But right. so I'm like, well, maybe if I tell my story, her death won't be in vain. So, you know, I just I went on Facebook and I was just very compelled to tell my story. I didn't give all the details. But when I was in high school, when I was like 16, I started dating a guy and things were great in the beginning, as usual. You know, mm-hmm. you're a shiny new penny to him. And um, things just started slowly and progressively getting worse. And it usually starts off with verbal abuse or verbal, you know, altercations, just, you know, name calling, kind of just being rude all the time. Insults. Insults, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then it's like a progression. And finally, when you get to the point in the relationship where you just, you can't do it anymore, you don't even know how you even got there. Wow, really? Because it, it's a form of mind control, really. I mean, sure, you, just, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. everyone's like, well, why didn't you just get out? And, you know, well, it's like I've invested part of me into this relationship. I, you know, I love this person. And when you're a woman, too, you have that maternal nurturing instinct. You want to fix things. Um, so when you're in a relationship like that, you just like things will get better. I, I, I'll make him happy. I'll do this. I'll do that. And you just get to the point where I don't even know what to do anymore because I'm not doing anything wrong, yet I feel like I'm doing everything wrong. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, uh, and, you know, come to find out, looking at uh, statistics and stuff, teenage relationship abuse is on the high as well. And that's where I was. I was in high school when it happened. I wonder why. Oh, that doesn't surprise me because kids are dating younger and younger. Well, that's true. Yeah. And, and nobody and nobody tells them what a what a healthy relationship looks like. Exactly. Well, you're you're not mature. You don't know the the sacrifices that go into a real relationship. You just you're very impulsive at that age. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I w- I was seven. You know, eighteen when I finally got out of the relationship, and you know, I just like I I didn't know where I ended up. And how I got there, but I got there, and I just I got to the point where I'm either going to die, or nice. be hurt really bad if I don't get out of this relationship. It was very physical, um, you know. And he had threatened my life oh, God. with a knife. I mean, he choked me out. He, oh my God! You know, I remember one time. I don't even know why he got mad at me, but I was standing outside of his vehicle, and he pulled me through. The driver's side window threw me in the passenger seat and took off and drove all the way out to Wisconsin in January and told me to get out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, perfect. You know, so it was things like that. And you're like, I don't even know what I did wrong, but I must have done something wrong. But why is he so mad at me? And you just, you get to the point where you look in the mirror and you don't even know who you're looking at anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, you, you lose yourself, you lose your sense of self, you lose your, you know, everything about you that is good. And you just solely do everything for this person to make them happy so they don't hurt you. So did you have? In, did you confide in anybody? I didn't. I didn't confide in anybody. Um, that was one thing I regretted, that I never went to the police. See, when he would, 
when he would hit me and stuff, he would try and hit me in places where people couldn't see bruises. Oh, yeah, that's a big part yeah, of it. So uh, he knew that. what he was doing. You Do you know? know if he came from an abusive situation? I believe he did, yes. No, and then that's sure. usually the case, you know. Um, and that, not that that's an excuse. No. 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 But they, they, they're conditioned that way. They're conditioned that's how you treat people you care about. Yeah, it seems like people do to others what's been done to them a mm -hmm. lot of times. Yeah, his father so was an alcoholic, and he abused the kids, him and his sister, and his wife as well. Um, I was unaware of it at the time because when I got there, his dad was just kind of, he was there but not there. Like, they had, like, no, his parents didn't have, like, a normal marriage. Mm. Like, he lived in the basement, and she had the bedroom, and it was like they were separated, but just but living in the same home. Um, oh, it's got to be horrible. <laughs> you know, and some of the things that I, I've always thought I was a strong person, and I'm like, and that's one thing that I kicked myself in the ass for is that I lost myself, my sense of self-worth. That's oh, very, absolutely. very important to me. Yeah. And That's what they do. And That's... it's weird because like any other person would have done that to me, I would have told them to F off, you know, like, no. But for some, there was something about him that made, made me stay. Well, I don't sorry. know. It's Go hard ahead. to pinpoint. It but. seems like it's like what I've heard about it is like it's a slow progression, mm -hmm. you know. It starts with like normal fighting mm -hmm. and stuff but then the way that they speak to you kind of makes you it's like what's it called gaslighting yes mm -hmm. gaslighting yeah, gaslighting where it's like you think you did something wrong even though they're the ones that are mad and then you're like oh well i'm sorry even though you didn't mm -hmm. do anything and then it progresses and gets more and more and then so by the time you're at the point where it turns into something physical you're like yeah it's like a conditioning thing mm -hmm. cuz it never it hard, you know, you never hear about like, oh yeah, we dated for two weeks and then you just started hitting me. Like it's always, it, yeah. And it's there's an also extended a, process. Exactly, it is. And then there's also a pride factor because mm -hmm. you know this is the person that you picked, mm -hmm. that you love. You know, mm -hmm. there can't be something wrong with him because I love him. Exactly. There must be something wrong with me. And women are especially vulnerable to that kind of mm -hmm. control because we need a lot of feedback. That we're doing the right thing yes. most of the time. Yes, we need validation. Yeah, of like, women like to be told that they're doing the right thing. Yeah, and what are you looking at me for? <laughs> I could use more of it, man. <laughs> yeah, twenty-four hours a day is not enough, apparently. You got to tell her every night that her dinner was fabulous and it was the best thing you ever ate, <laughs> even tell if her it was every terrible. Night I adore her. That's not enough. Nope. So to tell you I adore you every night's not enough. Mm, could. Could be. I could, I could use more oomph. Build on that idea. Maybe add a wink to yeah, it. Yeah. Wink to it. I have a question for the women and well, Andy too. Uh, like, but uh, the women in particular, um, Catherine and I were just talking about this whole situation. By, uh, I don't think it was a coincidence because I knew why you were coming in today. Mm -hmm. Bill Cosby, mm -hmm. this son of a bitch goes on national uh, media. And says, R. Kelly's getting railroaded just like I did. Oh, Neither wow. one of us did anything. Oh, it's God. only because we're both black. Oh, he no, said no. that? Yes. Oh, wow. No, no, you're just an asshole. Exactly. <laughs> you're an abusive yeah. scumbag. Well, no, how, how does well, it affect you as women when a jerk like that does that? Because they think that they're not doing anything wrong. Oh, they, God. I mean, like, the person that Cassie was with probably is just like, I deserve to feel angry and take it out mm -hmm. on you because yeah. you're bothering yeah. me 
Yeah. You know, oh like they God. think that they are correct in oh, the way that at, they're behaving. Look at the laws throughout the centuries. Yeah, like, it's still yeah, okay true. in some parts of the world to have crimes of passion. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but I, no okay. thicker than the, the stick, no, no thicker than if your a woman insults me and I feel bad enough about it or if I think that maybe she had an affair, I get to kill her. What? Yeah, yeah. be. And it's Something. perfectly okay. Everybody oh, yeah. turns a blind eye to it. There's been many, many laws on the book that's okay to hit your wife. Mm-hmm. There's many cultures where it's absolutely fine to control your woman. Well, I mean, if you look at a lot of the major court cases of, like, you know, college kids that raped a girl and they got off and it's like well boys will be boys type situation boys will be boys some of these are treated like that where it's just like oh he's a young man but he's really good at water polo and he deserves another chance (laughs) it's like are you kidding me he should be in jail because he raped somebody like this is you know but just people and I mean this is really random but I, for some reason, got on the wiki, Wikipedia page of Andy Dick this weekend. Oh, he's off his rock. <laughs> and Holy the amount Christ. of times that that man has sexually harassed people, oh, and yeah. he has not spent a, I don't even and think when he's you spent say a, people. All women, actually. Really? Really. I, yeah. Um, mm. he, but he did, he, uh, like, like went after one of his lovers, a man, with a chair, like beat him oh, with a chair. Jesus. And he has not spent, I don't think, a single day in prison. And well, he's, he's been the charged. guy who uh, got Phil Hartman's yeah. wife on drugs. So Killed she her. And, oh, yeah. and then, she, uh, he gave her cocaine after she had been sober for a while, and then oh she like God. went off the rails. And then and she, yeah, she killed him and then killed herself. Yeah. And then John Lovitz got yeah, mad they have, at Andy like, Dick whole, for it. Yeah. And then Andy Dick started like making fun of Phil Hartman. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's a yeah. bad he's person. Insane. He's insane. But he's assaulted so many people. Like, Andy Dick. At Andy least Dick. 20. And I don't think he spent a single day in prison. I don't understand He's the never violence. been charged with anything. Mm-hmm. And so it's like. Well, I think part he's the, just a psychopath. Well, yes, obviously he is. But he has never been charged for anything. You know, it's Lifestyles like. Lifestyles of the rich and the famous. These men get away with so many things. If you're famous, that, you can get away with anything. Yeah, and as a woman, it's just sometimes you feel kind of like, well, I guess that we're just the. Like, nobody cares. Like I said, look at Clinton. Yeah. Well, it's true. I look. I, I was very, very lucky, and you know, mom and I were talking about this too. You know, when my dad was out of the house, the parents of all my friends stepped up and said, "Hey, Tom, you're a great mm-hmm. kid. You'll make it. No problem." My friends, if we even heard somebody was thinking about hitting their wife or sister or girlfriend or mother, we, we would go visit them. Mm-hmm. About twenty, thirty of us, and say. You won't be doing that. Yeah. It just did not happen in our neighborhood that we knew of anyway. I suppose yeah. behind closed doors, who knows? But my friends never put up with that kind of behavior. Communities don't self-police anymore. Yeah. They, they don't. Why is that? Because no vigilantes. Yeah. Afraid. Not because of yeah, Michael Bryant, both. but because of other lawyers. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Michael Bryant. Michael Bryant. Well, it's like, if you, you know, if someone commits an awful crime... And then you go over to them and rough them up and say, never do that again. You're the one who's going to go to prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you just committed, you know, aggravated yeah. battery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like it, we were talking about that, like in just elementary school. If some kid hits you and you hit them back, you both get suspended. Yep. That's mm-hmm. not right. The person that hit first, although I know that there's always, you know, going to be people that support one mm-hmm. side or the other. And yeah. it's sometimes hard to get to the truth. But if you're defending yourself, you should never 
you know, no. be told that you can't do that. No, you're right. Well, I remember I was in junior high once, and some guy said something that was, like, threatening to another boy. And I went to the teacher and told her, and she said... Can't told, do anything she about basically it. said, "Like, don't be a tattletale." Oh well, oh. or like nobody likes a snitch or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "He threatened what? the guy, he, like, threatened with another violence. kid with violence." Oh, and I God. was like, oh, "This kid's <laughs> being like violent." Like I don't know. And she was like, "Well, you know, it's not really any of your business, and people don't really like." It's that none of your business. Out. Yeah, that, like, that was her way of saying, you? "I don't want to get involved." Exactly. And I, yeah, I, I remember right. being like, "Okay, well, I guess." Yeah, so much for telling an adult. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, you want a quick laugh and then we can continue the conversation? Sure. I just saw this. I love this so much. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Oh, Look how so great funny. that is. Oh, Peppermint Patty, Peppermint they're calling Patty. her. No. Talking about what's, Jen? what's her Saki. last name? Saki. Saki. I don't know if you pronounce the P. I assume you know, not. It's pronounced Jen, Jen Saki. She Jen actually Saki. said the other day that raising taxes will not... Won't affect prices. Won't, Won't affect, affect prices. Which oh, they literally have to. That's what it it's is. like. Have you yeah, ever walked amongst the people? No. Have you ever been anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> Does it raise the prices? Are you kidding me? That's the, that's worse than the dumb questions at the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, it pretty much is. There's no oh, question about it. Spokesperson. There are so many things now. These people are saying, and you go, "How can you believe that?" I know. You, like should, said. you need to look at this, Dad. You'll think what is Daisy funny. doing? She's acting super she's weird. Hiding behind my leg. Yeah, she's she's like mad because <laughs> Jude mad has the bed. Yeah, oh, she's, oh. she's moping and yeah. being Daisy, a are you pouting Well, she could have shared the bed, but she, she decided to go over to the other side and <laughs> muck it up and does, then leave. Yep. He needs his reading glasses. He doesn't understand. That's really cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though. <laughs> um, what? Well, he, he again today uh, was asked about the... Uh, oh, Biden. Who's his, all the generals uh, said today that they told him to leave 25 500 troops in Afghanistan and Biden said I don't remember anybody telling me that he doesn't remember he doesn't remember it it's like <laughs> oh great either way whether you're lying or you don't remember it there that's a big problem do they have a court reporter when they're talking to people <laughs> like, isn't there somebody that shouldn't there be like right. an official record of what they actually down, say yeah. sure absolutely uh, there'd be somebody there should be because if you're honest and transparent and open and everything else it should just all be recorded for everyone to see what the hell you actually said yes. so you well, can't they, lie about it they have to have a reporter, not a report, but like a court reporter type of person. I would think they what have are they to called? keep a transcript. The people I would that guess. type oh, shorthand yeah, typing. What the heck are they called? Stenographer. Yes, mm-hmm. the steno pool. <laughs> the steno pool yep. is all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I mean, getting back to the issue here, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do not understand because, first of all, I, I got lucky because my parents never had the fist fights and all that stuff. They argued like mad every day, but they no, never got I physical never saw about it. any of that either. <clears throat> I, didn't I saw see my brothers beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, other that's a that. different deal. <laughs> Actually, my mother wouldn't allow that either. And uh, the five boys in our house, if we got into oh. a fight, you, you're gone. Yeah. Well, when mom wasn't home, they never. No, we never fought. Oh. Never. She would. She would. <laughs> no, God. Because you, know, you know what she would do. Burst into tears. So oh, I was like, you don't, don't do that. <laughs> you don't want to break your mother's heart. <laughs> exactly. That's what I tell my boys. Don't do anything that's going to break my heart, exactly. okay? And they're like, I oh, won't, yeah. Mom. 
<laughs> so, okay, so you broke that relationship. How old were you when you left that relationship? I was uh, 18, almost 19, when I finally broke it off with him. Um, was there anybody you could turn to for strength, like your mom, your dad, your grandpa, your grandma? Well, like my my dad was completely unaware. Oh, okay. Um, my mom, the only thing my mom knew is during the relationship, I got pregnant when I was 17. And, of course, you know, he's mad about that. It was my fault that I got pregnant. Oh, sure, Because yeah. he didn't contribute anything. No involvement. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so he wanted me to get an abortion. And, you know, not that I'm pro-choice, pro-life, whatever. Um, for me, that's just not, I'm not just like, oh, a form of birth control, just go get an abortion. Um, but the reason why I did it was because I was scared of the baby's upbringing in life. If having His a father, well, yeah. having a father like that, I was like, yeah. the way he treats me, how is he going to treat a baby? Right. Yeah. I was worried about he would end up like shaking baby syndrome or, you know, whatever. And yeah. I, you know, being young like that, I didn't know what my rights were. Yeah, you know, like true. I just, yep. I was unaware. And, you know, and he, I mean, it got to the point where he was mad about it and he didn't want to pay for it. I mean, he like threatened to beat, beat it out of me so he didn't oh, have to pay for it at the God. clinic. Oh, you know, it's just like, and then <clears throat> to top it all off, after I had it done, we were driving home. He's like, oh, because he always said he wanted a daughter. He's like, I wonder if that's the baby girl I was supposed to have. Oh, oh so my let's God. just make you feel like <laughs> But on the way home from. Yeah, so you, can't, oh, so you wow. couldn't do anything right. No, no I couldn't. It's your fault you're pregnant. It's your fault you took this girl that I've God. always wanted away from me. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, you get to the point, you're just like. <laughs> whatever, do you know whatever happened to that piece of garbage? <laughs> He's still single living i think at his mom's oh. <laughs> so i don't what know is he like 35 so 40 no he's gotta be 40 i just turned 40 and i think he was like two or three years older than me so lower yeah. 40s so it's a 19 year old guy beating on a 16 year old girl mm -hmm. oh wow. jesus <laughs> and you what's know, his address <laughs> i don't even done. know where he's living anymore but God. uh um That's you know it's terrible. just terrible it's just one of those things, and when I look back, I'm like, God, I wish I knew this. I wish I would have known that. I didn't have the tools at that age. No, to... no. So that's why I think it's important for these stories to come out, especially yep. for young women who feel very trapped. They feel like they have nowhere to go. Because, like, my family they had no clue, no clue what was going oh, on with me. Why do you think you wouldn't tell your parents? <clears throat> There's a lot of shame involved. Yeah. But you just, yeah, you, that's true. Your self-esteem is so low that you just feel like you're worthless and it's like why bother telling anybody what's you know am i going to get in trouble again am i going to get beat again for telling somebody you know and like abusers what they do is they isolate you from your yeah. friends and yep. and from family you know they just and they try and manipulate and control every aspect of your life i mean i couldn't get from from i used to go to htc for in high school i went to hennepin technical college and then i would drive home well, I drove home one day, and I was talking to my grandma, telling her how my day went, went to the bathroom, and then he called. He's like, what took you so long to get home? I said, I just got in the door and went to the bathroom. I talked to my grandma. Really? Who are you talking to? Uh, who, who, are you having, who are you cheating on me with? Uh, I mean, it was just like, uh, nobody. I, was, I drove home. Well, it shouldn't have taken you that long. You know, it was just like everything. And it was just this progression to the point where I just, I felt like I was just like, I don't know what to do anymore because I'm afraid if I do breathe wrong i'm gonna yeah. yeah beat or yelled at or made to feel like i'm worthless you know and yeah. it just 
I don't know. I just, I got up the strength one day and I just, I had enough. I just, I had enough. And, you know, of course he begged and pleaded for me not to leave. And, you know, I just finally, like he was in my car. He wouldn't get out of my car. He's like trying to get on his knees in my car to beg me not to leave him. I finally told him, I was like, okay, fine. I just need a week. Just give me a week. I need a break. I knew I wasn't going to go back to him. I was yeah. just trying to get him out of my car. He got <laughs> yeah. out of my car. Yeah, exactly. And like a week later, we went to a party, and he ended up going, and he was just harassing me the whole night, just following Can we talk? Can we talk? And being all sweet. And I'm just like, you know, you are so fake right now. Yeah. It's not even funny. Oh, God. And I finally, I just, I something snapped at me, and I literally gave him a verbal lashing for two and a half hours. <laughs> In the street until 6 o'clock in the morning. Wow. I just, and I made him cry like the bitch that he was. (laughs) (laughs) And it felt so good. I mean, I, and I listed everything he did to me. And he's like, I don't remember doing that. I'm like, well, I do. You know, I don't care if you blacked out in a fit of rage. It happened. Mm. You know, I I told him, I'm like, you put a knife in my face. No, he didn't. Yes, you did. That's something I don't forget, you know, yeah. and I wouldn't make it up either. You know, it's just, it was just one of those things. It's just, and I just really wish I would have done something then. That's probably the one thing I regret is not f- seeking help, finding help, figuring out what I can do to better my situation. I was completely in the dark, you know, and then I, and then after high school, I found that some of my other friends were going through the same thing. I had no clue. No clue. Oh, really? During high school, there was a couple of my other friends that were dealing with abusive boyfriends. And I'm like, how common is this? Because you feel like you are the only person in the world that is dealing with that, and you're not. Yeah. Well, teenagers, uh, you know, they have all these emotions and all these, you know, Mm -hmm. hormones running around, and they have, but they don't have, they don't have the maturity or the life experience to figure out how to deal with this stuff. It's really. And people don't ask these questions. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why now when you go to the doctor, do you feel safe at home? Do you have mm-hmm. a relationship? You know, and mm-hmm. you can actually tell somebody. I don't know what the doctor does when you, if people say, I don't feel safe. What I tell them, I was like, I have five teenagers in my house. I don't know if I feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I you just live in a flop house. Point, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, with five teenagers. Wait, and it's like they make you, because Dan, during my pregnancy checkups, mm-hmm. the first one, it was like they asked you these questions mm-hmm. and stuff, and like a couple times during it, and they always made him, he couldn't come in for the first part of mm-hmm. the thing. And I was like, that's weird, why? Because they would ask me that. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, what does happen I, if you're like, no, I don't, he's horrible. I know, like, when I was going through the process of the abortion, at Planned Parenthood, I was in the room by myself, and that would have been the prime opportunity for me to say something. Mm. And I was still at that point, he wasn't even in the room, I was too scared to say something. Yeah. They asked me, do you feel safe? Are you in a healthy relationship? Is this being forced on you? And stuff like that, and I just kept telling him no. We have Officer Dave on the phone, I believe, maybe with some insight. Oh, no, I like it. Cassie, you're a brave, strong young lady. Hi, no Officer Dave. You. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the mandatory reporting thing is those are the questions they're asking. A doctor is a mandatory reporter, a nurse is a mandatory reporter, oh. teachers, police officers, firefighters. They ask you those questions 
then if you say, well, yeah, I don't feel, then that's what you would touch immediately with um, the human resources or an advocate that will get you out of that home or that situation, mm-hmm. put you in a shelter, you, your children, everything within a matter of hours. You don't wow. get, you know, That's good you design. go back to, yep, it's, it's, Unfortunately, sometimes the system is slow because of the amount of it going on, but you get you get set up right away in a shelter. Yeah, it's not an ideal situation, but it's better than, than what you're going through at the, at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, you, get, you get all the resources you need, counselors and advocates and, you know, lawyers and... and Police go to the house and arrest if, if that's what it comes to. Um, a whole lot of that stuff. So that's that's what happens if you say, "Yes, I don't feel safe at home," or "This is going on." Well, that's good. I I didn't know that those kind of resources were available. That's wonderful. Actually, oh, yeah, there's yeah, there's every domestic we go to. Uh, the victim gets a, a domestic abuse form. We fill out. We fill out for them ask them those questions, um, set them up with an advocate, and the advocate takes over. And if it comes to the point where if it's one of the situation where we remove the, the abuser, um, then, you know, basically the victim will get the house until other arrangements are made. Mm-hmm. Uh, they set you up with, with uh, harassment restraining orders and... Uh, domestic abuse, no contact orders. So they get you set up. It's not like it's just a, a question they're going to ask and then you say, yeah, I don't feel safe, and then they let it go. A lot of wheels start turning the minute you say, yeah, I need help. And it's, I encourage everyone to say, yeah, I need help if you need it because the resources are there. You just have to have to stand up and say, I need the help. Mm-hmm. That is a wonderful officer Dave. Thanks so much for calling us. You're a, you're a kind man, and I you know I don't know if you're a good person or not, but I'll just throw it out there. <laughs> yeah, you know? probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably, not. <laughs> probably not. Thank you so yeah, much. There's got to be something wrong for me for doing this job. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. That's true. <laughs> Thank you, officer Dave. I love you. You bet. I love you all. Take love care, you Cassie. Too, you're a very strong woman, and uh-huh. Dave better take care of you. Oh, he does. <laughs> he does. Yeah, there you go. Good job. We good job. Yeah, thanks a lot. We got to take a break. We'll be back with hour two and special guests up next.